You can catch me later in the morning Out with my whole team, we drank our ass off I'ma be the one that's chillin', sittin' cozy With the OG vintage, now tag on You can catch me later in the morning Out with my whole team, we drank our ass off I'ma be the one that's chillin', sittin' cozy With the OG vintage, now tag on Welcome to the second episode of Snapbacks and Mimosas. I'm your host, Edinos Erigi, a.k.a. Biggie Smiles. <laughs> you know, and uh, I want to take this time out and, you know, pay my respects uh, to the people we've lost over, you know, this quarantine and um, give our respects to George Floyd and his family mm-hmm. and Breonna Taylor and her family as well as Ahmaud Arbery and, her, and his family. Um, I know everyone is using their voice at this time, and I want to say we see you, we hear you, and that you should continue to use your voice because it's the only way um, we're going to make change is doing it together. So uh, continue to use your platform. That being said, uh, I just want to hop right into it. And uh, I have one of my, my good friends, one of my best friends from high school, uh, Cy Springs Panther, you know, alumni, you know, mm-hmm. University of Houston Cougar alum, you know, yes, sir. And, <laughs> you know, go Cougs, and, and um, actually, you know, he helped me with, a, with another piece before he helped me out with Snapback and Mosa, which is behind me, half Kanye, half, half Kobe, and I, I got that for my brother for, for Christmas, and it turned out dope, and I, like I said, he helped me out with with this logo that you see, um, I want to introduce Jason Yang. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, just working day to day. That's really about it. You know, the grind never stops. So nothing's really changed. You know, since the last time we've really seen each other, true, which was true. a while ago. Time. That was a while. That was yeah. a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy because I mean, back then that was what two years ago when you made this. The the Kobe pain. It was like it. It feels like it. A long time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, man. And I, I know you was already doing doing your shit around the around the city. Yeah. So, and I, mean, I saw it was dope. So I had to, you know, I had to get my own piece for the crib, and mm-hmm. my brother loves it. So I appreciate Dude, that. I, I almost wanted to keep that piece, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Robbie. Look how dope that is, though. Like yeah. you can see, it. you can see it just, just in the eyes of both, bro. Like the eyes just yeah. speak to you. It's ferocious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that's that's that was dope. And so, like when I when I knew I wanted to start this podcast, like I only had like one person in mind. Like in my mind was like he's gonna do my logo, and you know I had to hit you up, and it turned out yeah. dope too. So like, gotta give you your props, man. Give you your roses while you can still smell them. Yes, sir. I mean, hey, thank you for choosing me too. You know what I mean? Like, you're literally my first client for a digital logo. So, I mean, you know, I just decided to take yours on, your project on, because I knew you and I found yeah. that I actually like doing it. So, you know, I might just continue doing it, you know? It's fucking exclusive, dude. That's what's up. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. where's, your, where's your mimosa at, bro? Hey, bro, you know, we yeah. stay ready. We stay ready. Cheers. <laughs> mm. 
Dang, there you go. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I wanted to start off how we first, you know, we met in, in high school. I don't know. Did we, did we go to middle school together? Did we go to Thornton? Yeah. Did you go to Thornton? Thornton. Okay, yeah, yeah that's okay, there. okay. But only only spent one year in Thornton in eighth grade, so. Yeah, 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 you I know. After that? No, no, I went because I moved from Carolina yeah. to Houston in eighth grade, and then I went to Thornton. Okay. And then that's when we really linked up in high school, though. Yeah, high school was where we yeah. kind of became friends. Thornton, yeah. I just, you know, we see each yeah. other probably. We see, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. In high school, that's like, all right. This guy's yeah, pretty bro. cool, man. Appreciate that. You know, you heard it here, yeah. guys. You tune in. <laughs> Cool guy. Um, but um, I know I was, I was talking, we were talking before we started and we were talking about uh, how I got you to, to make that, that, that poster for my, my band presidency. I had, yeah. I had a, you know, some propaganda in, in the yeah. band hall. Yeah. Was, that, was that your first piece or like were you, were you already like leaning towards doing art? Oh, and, yeah, I mean, at that time, I think um, I've always taken art classes, like in middle school and high school. Um, I've always had like one or two art classes throughout all those years. And so everybody just kind of knew me as the kid that <laughs> that draws, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool artwork, you know? So I was just kind of known for that. So I'd have like you know, a few girls here and there just asked me to do, you know, hey, can you draw something for my, you know, history class or something like that? I was just always that kid, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, when you asked me, I was like, you know, it was a no-brainer, you know, I was going to help you out. I was going to give you that A, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro, I appreciate that because I, I got band, yeah. band class president because of that. Yeah. You know what? Exactly. Out like, here running the streets. He's gonna be the president, you know? right? <laughs> I, was, I was gonna, I was gonna make y'all appreciate art. You know what I mean? That's always and, man, Art, art in different forms, man. From music to, you know, to painting, yeah. it all matters. So, and then I, it led to our senior. Well, that was senior year as well, but our senior year when we went to prom. Yeah. Well, but that was a whole other story because yeah, I know I was late to the game asking like. A date to prom because I was I was a little I was a little scared a little scared gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I didn't I didn't. By the time the pickets were slim, <laughs> it, was, it was real slim. <laughs> and so uh, I think we decided just like hey we're just gonna roll up together, man. And and yeah. I know we went we went to your parents' restaurant before we dipped out. Yeah. I remember all that. The food was good. Mm-hmm. Get it, get into, get into prom. I know. I, I don't know. I decided I wanted to yeah. look classy with a bow tie. And like, I mean, wasn't Ross there too? Ross was. See, that's the thing. I, I'm trying to figure out. But I, I, I'm pretty sure like a whole gang of us rolled up deep to it. I'm not sure if we yeah. if we rolled up with them or if they we just like met up. But I know yeah. it was like Ross and uh, Jesus. Jesus is there too. Yeah, it's sad that we can't really remember, bro. It, it, ten years ago, man, like ten yeah. years. Ago, I just, I remember, I just remember that, <laughs> like we rolled up deep to that. <laughs> yeah, it was like all, it was like all the dudes with no prom dates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
like, all right, Eddie, come on, let's go together, bro. Yeah, we <laughs> fuck it. We go, we go show out anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I, mean, I mean, I had a good time. It's not that we didn't have prom days. We just chose not to have prom. Days, exactly. Right? There's, there's a difference. We was ahead of it. It was ahead of it. Yeah. Bro. We not we <laughs> we not gonna fall into that uh that stigma, bro, that you need dates for prom. Yeah, Plus nah. we saved hella money. Hell yeah, man. Saved this a lot is of responsible. Money. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> that's carried on with my adult life too, you know. Like you yeah. save some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So that was crazy. And then yeah. we talked about us linking back up up in college, and we ran into. I know, did you? You got your degree in act, in, in architecture, right? Um, industrial design. Design. Yeah, bachelor in science uh, in industrial design. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you. But I mean, out. you know, in we're in the same building, so yeah, I mean, yeah everybody. Yeah. Kind of classes spot classified. As soon as you see that that big ass booty, just like okay, yeah. architect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's just like one little section within that building. Yeah, yeah man. I know you told you told um, you said that you know I invited you to one of the fraternity parties, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we hit it up on the beer pong table. Yeah, but, I mean, it was a good time, man. It was. I mean, one thing for me, like I wanted. If, if I knew, if I knew you, like, I was going to invite you to the house regardless. That's just, yeah. it's just how it is. So, I don't know, man. It was, I mean, we, we've had some great memories, man. And, and, you know, just to wrap that up, like, I, mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to make sure that you was a part of this with me. And, I mean, everyone knows that that, that logo was dope. So, we're going to figure yeah. out where, we're going to figure out where we're going to put that logo. I'm thinking, like, a t-shirt, some, some fittings, you yeah, know, man. some snaps or something. Um, I think you should definitely go on a t-shirt, man. That's for sure. Yeah. In the future, you know, for your next couple, you know, podcasts, definitely make some t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That, so, I mean, we we already touched on it a little bit, like how you guys started. But, um, like, when did you really know that you wanted to begin on, like, your artistic journey? Um, when I really took it serious, I would say it's right after I graduated from U of H, man, in 2016. Um, you know, just graduated. I hadn't applied for any jobs yet. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had like a choice to make, you know, after spending so much time in school, you know, the first year after, I just wanted to break, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wanted to take a few vacations, travel a little bit before I jumped right into a job. So that's exactly what I did. And on my time off away from school and whatnot, when I was traveling, you know, that's when I decided like, hey, you know, I've always been creative as far as artwork goes, drawing, painting and whatnot. Why not take it serious, see what I could do with it? You know, I learned a couple of things with my degree my mindset has matured a little bit. Maybe I can actually do something with my artwork. So I literally just went for it, man, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I just made business cards, you know? That's that's the first thing I did. Yeah. I did my yeah. logo. And then, cause you just need to start off with the logo. So I made my logo first and then I made my business card 
and I learned how to do all that in my degree, my program, you know, mm. um, marketing yourself and whatnot. So that's exactly what I did. I made that business card first, passed out my first business card to a stranger. At the time I was working at a restaurant and it was kind of like just testing it out, you know? Yeah. You never know till you test it out. So I made that business card, just gave it to a stranger. And they ended up hitting me up for a painting, man. And that's how I saw my first painting. And then ever since then, painting, like, yeah. yeah. Well, what was that first painting? Man, it was uh, Sea Turtles, man. Oh, yeah, sea okay. Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny, man, because <laughs> I don't know if I should tell the story, but, I mean, Go it's ahead, funny, man. though, because I thought the two girls were cute. It was two girls. I thought they were cute. And so I was like, I was just... I was their waiter, you know, I was making small talk with them and whatnot. Um, but since I had just made that business card as well, I figured I might as well give it to them, you know, let them check out my art and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Something slick, you know? <laughs> that was, was slick, to, though, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to be slick. And so I gave one of the chicks my business card, and she actually ended up hitting me up, wanting to gift her friend that was with her that day the painting. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, it turns out they were actually in a relationship together. Dang, that's how it go, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. So it was, it was pretty funny. Go. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. But, you know, everything went smooth, man. You know, I ended up meeting up the shit, giving her her painting, did some photography, you know, mm -hmm. as I do with every person that I sell a painting to. Just didn't get one with you in that piece in the back. Yeah. And uh, hey, now it's going on YouTube, so we good. Here <laughs> <laughs> we good, man. That's crazy. Like, yeah. like okay, so you started, I should have asked this before, but was there someone in like your life that, you know, that showed you your creative side, like of art? Yeah, my dad, man. Mm -hmm. um, but more so my cousin, John, when I was just a little kid, he actually wanted to study to be an architect. And he lived with us at the moment. Um, I was probably like around five or six. Mm -hmm. And he would always be in his room, lights on in the middle of the night, just drawing floor plans and stuff like that. And so as a little kid, you know, you're just always curious about what older people are doing, people that you look up to. Yeah. And so I would always just go in the room, see what he was doing. And that's kind of how I picked up drawing is he was my form of inspiration as a child to start drawing. So, yeah, definitely. My cousin John. It, yeah. It's always something like that. Cause I, I remember before I, I wanted to, you know, join the band, like there was, there was always like at my church, there was this guy that was in the band in the church who just played the trumpet. And like, you get, obviously the trumpet's just like an annoying instrument. Like you can hear that instrument over anything. But like, I was always like drawn to that. and I. And it's, it was when I was younger, like, I don't know what it was, like, praise and worship. Like, I didn't care about whatever was happening, like, in terms of the singers or the drums. It's just, like, my, my attention was just, like, there. And, like, as soon as I got that chance to pick an instrument or to join band, I, like, I knew exactly what instrument I wanted to play. Yeah. You know? It's always been the trumpet with you. It's always been the trumpet. Like, it was, that was it. Like, I, and the funny thing is, that was in North Carolina. When I came to Texas, eighth grade, the band director, she wanted me to switch to like a trombone or a euphonium, which is like bigger because like 
my lips are fat. You know, so like it helps it helps me play the instrument better. And I was like, fuck no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not about to switch like what I want to do because you think I'll have yeah. an easier time playing the instrument. So we yeah. fought over that. She she was a little hope for that because <laughs> she kept me, she kept me in like she didn't she didn't move me to like the to the best band. She kept me yeah. in like the second the best band. But she knew it was killing the niggas like on the chair test, but you know, we're not gonna speak on it. I'm over yeah. it. That was that was like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, but yeah. <laughs> but you were just always musically inclined. Yeah, I mean that's just I don't know. Music has always been like something that just pushed me or something. And like I aspired to be a musician or, you know, have some type of relationship with music. Mm-hmm. So just wanna I know you, you talked about how you, you you first start off and you, you got your first piece. Uh from that restaurant and that and that lady with a friend i was i wanted to see like when once you first start, you started you made your mind up like this is what i wanted to do like what was that like in terms of like obstacles and and like your parents you know like you making them understand like hey this is the, this is the, this is what i want to do in my life and then overcome those obstacles to like get you actually moving like getting the momentum to start? Mm. I would say like, yeah, my my parents were definitely, they had some influence on me right after I graduated. You know, they were like, why didn't you go get a job, go apply for a job, go look for a job? And they didn't really grasp what I was trying to do with my paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I didn't really explain that to them. I just kind of did it, yeah. You know, because you spend you spend too much energy explaining something to somebody when you have nothing to show for. It's kind of hard to do. You know what I you mean? You just gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, if you try to explain it and you have nothing to show for, they'll just doubt you. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, then you just doubt yourself, especially if you know your parents have a big influence on your life, which all of our parents should, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely mentally, man, they would always just question me, just ask me why I haven't went out to go look for a job. So I would say that's definitely been the biggest hurdle. Mm-hmm. And it still is, you know, because, I mean, if I had a child and he told me he wanted to be an artist, be like, yo, <laughs> you gotta, you, hey, you got to put in some work, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, nobody... It's not what you normally hear, you know, like, so I definitely say my parents, they kind of shackled me down at times with, you know, their words and their thoughts and what I should do in life and what I should pursue in life. But at this point, I'm so deep into it, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't yeah. even bother me. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like that's like, story for like a lot of immigrant parents because I, I had to, I had to do the same thing like I think graduated graduated from from college like it's it's always hard to get like that first job right out of college like I don't care who you are unless mm-hmm. you like have connections that you know comes in like that it, it never comes in like that so I remember like that first six months like my, my mom at the time was in Colorado and I was in Houston 
and I, I didn't have a job at that time. And she was always like on me, like, I need you to just move up to Colorado. You could like work here and then move back. And I was like, if I move to Colorado, mm-hmm. I'm never coming back to Texas. Like that was like mm-hmm. my mindset. Like I can't, like I gotta, I gotta make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta go. And I, I, I know I'm gonna find a job. Like if that means I gotta like move locations or like figure something out, I'm gonna figure something out. But there's no way I'm gonna move right back in with my mom. Like I love her to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every, of course, like you said, you always love your parents. They got a big influence. Yeah. But like, there's a there's a point in your life where you're just like, nah, <laughs> like, like yeah, like no, it's, it's no. me now. Yeah, yeah. So no, I definitely get that. Like. Was there is there any other obstacles that you that you face coming up and as an early artist? Um, let's see. I think um, time management. It's mm-hmm. not really um, a problem that I had, but I know it's a problem that a lot of people have. You know, so I can't really think of too much more other than, you know my parents being kind of like a mental barrier mm-hmm. um but i know time management is important that's like advice that i would give to people you know mm-hmm. as far as how if you want to pursue something your time management has to be on point that's basically what college taught me you know so is that, there a time uh-huh. is there a time that you know people are coming to you with like ideas to work and you have to take a step back and like reevaluate like you could say yes because like that's money in your pocket but there's also your like integrity as an artist might be like hindered because of like the time that you you put into each piece you know Mm -hmm. like is that like a internal like conflict like basically a client a client asking me for something and it doesn't but you're, match. You're, but you're booked already. Like, you're, like, you're booked. You have things scheduled. Uh, I would say, no, nah, it hasn't really happened to me because mm-hmm. per project, I always give myself enough time to take on multiple projects at one time. So when people request a piece, I always give them you know, a time limit, just like I did you. I said it would take approximately three weeks for me to finish. Now, I'm not going to spend those three weeks just working on your logo. Yeah, yeah. Not every hour of those three weeks is going to be spent on your logo. So me giving myself those three weeks or telling my clients, hey, as soon as the project is going to take three weeks, it allows me to take on multiple projects. So, you know, to answer your question, nah, it doesn't have an effect on me and how many projects I take at one time. But I mean, you just kind of maybe think about something else. Mm-hmm. There are people that out there that ask for free work, you know, and people that ask for a discount on, on art. And so I would say that's kind of an mm-hmm. obstacle in a way because you don't want to hear that, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that's your work. Yeah. That's, this is basically my bread and butter. This is this is something I'm trying to build. I treat this mm-hmm. like a business. And for somebody to say something like that, that can be annoying. You know, of course, I don't let it get to me. But I mean, early on, when you're just when you're first starting, 
that can definitely be an obstacle. I've had it happen to me like maybe once or twice, but not too much because mm-hmm. I always, you know, I keep everything written down on what I provide to my customer. Mm-hmm. Like it's all in paper. I send them paper, basically paperwork. Like, hey, this is how much this is. This is how much time it's gonna take. I let them know up front. So yeah, you know. Yeah, and I, I can see I can see that being an issue, especially if it's like people that you know, like you have a, a good relationship with them, and you know they 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 won't they won't see it as they won't see it as like a slight to you because like they have this relationship with you, you know. Yeah. So they just think you know what I'm saying like I'm just asking with boys and stuff like that, like and. And that could be tough on you, like or, or tough on anyone that's already starting a business. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't give you a discount because, like, like you said, I'm building this. Like, this is something I want to do. And like the real yeah, ones will understand that they want to, like, like they want to pay it forward. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. and, and be part of that journey. So I can see, I can see that. No, yeah, it's just like people who don't, um, I guess start up their own business or try to pursue something where they have to invest their time and money into, they kind of will never understand, you know, what, what it's like to be in that position, mm-hmm. you know? So it happens though. Yeah. Well, well, when I know you said that you knew when you wanted to like pursue this, this creative side, like what do you think stops other people from actually pursuing that side? Uh, even though they doubt. have the desire to doubt definitely doubt, doubt. Uh, procrastination that kind of falls under doubt um but the main one i would say is doubt and then also outside influence you know and your lifestyle the li- type of lifestyle you live um that's a big one too like especially if you go out and drink and party all mm-hmm. the time after work um you can't set aside time after work to you know pursue the things you want to pursue like me my personally my lifestyle like i don't really drink anymore um i don't smoke weed you know occasionally you yeah know, weed, <laughs> a little bit of alcohol yeah yeah um, yeah like that's that's occasional you know like if i have some good friends and they want to, it has to be occasion like a birthday or something or get together yeah, yeah. all right you know i could do that for like a night or two yeah, yeah consistently every weekend no i can't do that yeah, so no. you know that's that's definitely something that's allowed me to put in more time to my own craft you know but doubt is definitely one of the biggest you know has there been a time that you know doubt actually crept into your mind like am i did i make the right decision as an artist in the beginning it did a lot and it still does Mm-hmm. to this day i was actually thinking about it the other night you know with everything that's going on the corona and all this other shit that's going on in the world that everyone is dealing with mm-hmm. you know it's kind of depressing in a sense you know it takes a lot of energy to be creative and at times like this it's hard to be creative i talked to you about this other night too you know mm-hmm. it's hard to be creative and you understand as well yeah. it's hard to be creative when there's so much shit that's going on in the world, you know, it, it has an effect on all of us. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just like, 
shit. No, it was the, the question. It was. It was. Uh, have, has crept like has doubt ever crept into your mind and like how do you handle yeah yeah so all right back on track so with everything that's going <laughs> on right now it kind of throws us off track for a little bit it threw me off track for like basically this whole past month i've been a little off track with my paintings mm-hmm. um haven't had haven't felt much energy to get stuff done but at the end of the day you still push forward with it you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and I feel like it's kind of difficult too, because I feel like there has to be a separate space for that creative side to come through. Like I, I know I've been in the house since March, and you don't really leave the house, so there's no like break from from at least my relaxing time to me coming in and doing my work to me like prepping for this. Like, there's no mm-hmm. break into it. It's just, like, it's, like, one continuous, like, long-ass day. Yeah. And, and I think finding finding some time where you can, like, separate, like, your mind to, like, okay, I can push this, like, work that is, I got to send it to my boss, like, to the back. But I need to, like, focus on, like, this next episode or or just me relaxing in general. Like, I, I feel like that's the struggle that at least I'm finding myself have. I just in this moment because there's no break between okay i'm at home i'm relaxing okay i'm at work yeah. i'm at work you know what i'm saying so it, i think that's during this time is the, the biggest thing that i see myself struggling with so okay i see i see you you do like a lot of like murals and like mm-hmm. commissioned work like when was the first time like you got that that big call like i need you to do this like this painting and it's going to be it's going to be a public painting. Like, when was that first time? And, like, how did that feel? Man, it felt, it felt really good, man. It's almost like the validation you need for everything you work so hard for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so the first mural I ever did, how I actually got that job, though, um, was by doing free work previous to that job. You know, I did a mural for free at a kolache shop um, here in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the name? What's the name of the, the kolache shop? It's called Koala Kolache. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Koala Kolache. It's actually a pretty famous kolache shop. Um, I saw something on Facebook that made me go there. I'm not a breakfast person, but I saw their kolaches on Facebook. It was on Insider. Yeah, that kolache shop blew up on Insider, so it was a really popular shop. It still is, and I saw that on Facebook and so I was like man that looks really good I need to go get me some breakfast so I walked in there and I saw the lady that was on Insider they interviewed her and part of me going in there was to meet her because like I was like man you know how she get on Insider that's pretty cool that's not your mm-hmm. normal that's not your normal lady that serves kolaches for breakfast you know there's something different about her and so I went in there and then we just got to talking come to find out man she used to be an art director in California and oh, I, wow. yeah, and so, yeah, it's a really interesting story, man, and so, after she told me that, she basically asked me what I did, and so, this was the very beginning where I only had canvas paintings, I had no murals or anything, it was just paintings, you know, on my Instagram, and so, I showed her my Instagram, she's like, oh, that's cool, like, you got some skills, 
you got some talent. Um, how about you do a mural for me? How much are you going to charge me? And I was like, what? Like, you want me to paint on your business? I've never done this before. Of course, I didn't say that. Yeah. But I, was just, I, was, I was just thinking to myself, like, like, I just started doing all of this. Like, this is too good to be true for somebody to ask me to paint on the business. Because number one, I knew that it'd give me exposure. And then number two, I knew I'd learn something from this. You know, this is the exact direction I wanted to go in. And so when she asked me that, I kind of just paused. I was like, hold on, let me think about the price, you know? And she just kind of looked at me weird. She was like, I'm giving you a free opportunity to paint on my wall. <laughs> so just go ahead and just paint on my wall. <laughs> and yeah, ever since, <laughs> that, you know, ever since that day, you know, I was in that Kalashi shop eating Kalashis and painting, you know, I was just doing it for free. I was like, man, she's right. She knows what she's talking about. You know? Yeah. Of course, yeah. I mean, it goes, it goes deeper than that. You know, I've had a lot of conversations with her. Mm -hmm. She's a cool ass person and she knows what she's doing. You know, multiple businesses have, there's a whole bunch of experience that I needed, you know, and it just happened to align with what I was doing that day when I walked into that Kalachi shop. So, yeah. you know, I give a lot of credit to her because that's how I found my next mural job, which I actually got paid for through mm -hmm. her. You know, one of her friends walked into Galashi shop and then she was like, they were like, who painted that? And then she was like, oh, the name's right there. You know, and they ended up emailing me and yeah, got in touch That's with me. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy because so, all it takes is like a push to, for you just to go in and check out what you saw on Facebook. Like, I'm gonna go check out that Kalachi factory. Like did, did, in, that, in that video, did she say she was an art director at all? Like. She had, it had nothing to do with art. It was just like, I mean, I mean, definitely it was just kind of a video about her kolaches, you know, for her business. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you just have to watch me. I can't really remember. Yeah. But you can tell she's like a businesswoman. Like she's, she's a good marketer. So, you know, that's, that's what it was. But yeah, that day it just happened to, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, especially when you're on top of your shit mm -hmm. and you're grinding day day in and day out towards something. It's always on your mind. Like, it's one of those things that it just happens for you if you work towards it. Yeah. It's like a universal type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. It's positive yeah. energy. You put that in there, you're going to get that back out. There you so. go. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, Dang. yeah. And that, and that led to, which mural did I lead to? So the mural at Bubble Egg. So it's an ice cream shop in Houston, Texas, Bel Air. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so the owner, Jimmy, of that ice cream shop actually knows the lady Vasana from mm -hmm. Koala Kalashi. And so that's how I got my first job with Jimmy at that ice cream shop. It was dope as hell, man. You know, I got paid for that job too. So like, it was exciting, man. It wasn't like any chump change either, you know? Yeah, I, yeah. I actually, I asked for, you know, what I thought I deserved and that's exactly what I got. That's you what know? you got? So there, yeah. So there's a whole like business side to it of where, you know, like it's just different from painting in your room on a canvas to working with actual business people. Like mm -hmm. it teaches you so much more, you know what I mean? Like writing invoices for them, um, 
thinking about doing your taxes for this, all that kind yeah. of stuff. <laughs> like, you don't learn that from yeah. in your room. Like, if you actually work with business people, you actually learn some things, how to communicate with them, how to be more serious, you know, because this is a business. They're paying you, so you have to take this serious. You have no choice at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. That's true. So, I mean, as, as it, cool as it was, you know, like, I was like, damn, like, this shit is actually serious, you know? Like, it was kind of mind-blowing, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I'm getting paid for this. this just to see that come, like, full circle, though. Like, and, and I mean, just to, 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 like, how did your parents feel? Like, I feel like that's some validation right there. It's like, you walk into the store, you see my painting every time you walk in. Like, <laughs> that that's crazy. Like, as long as this building is here, I'm here. I think when I say this, I speak for all minorities, man. Our parents don't give a shit, man. <laughs> hey, you go. You got that degree. You go get a job, man. They don't. They don't care. <laughs> I mean, they do care a little bit, but they're not gonna no, show you what you care. You know, it's like, it's like my dad was like, "All right, that's cool." You know, I'm like that's cool. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> you see this thing, like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, I'm with you. I was like, hold on, Dad. Have you ever drawn something and got paid this much? So, all right, that's cool. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Man. I know that exactly, man. And then, it's like when you have a skill and you can make money off of it, mm-hmm. it's just different. You know what I mean? Like, it's different from a nine to five. Like, it's just. It's different, you know? You're literally making money from a skill. Like, no experience, no nothing. It's your, that's your, it's, your, it's your hands, man. You created all that. Exactly, like, man. You know, it's different. Like, like that's how I, I see this. Like, while I was painting that first mural, man, the first paid one, not the free one, when I was painting that first paid one, while I was in there working, man, like, I couldn't help but to think about when I was a child and I used to draw on our walls with crayons. Mm-hmm. Like, that's basically what I'm doing now. That's it. <laughs> and it doesn't, and it actually looks better, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look they, like they actually crazy. They actually want it on their wall. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. But it's kind of like, this is kind of stuff that I thought of when I was a child. It's just, I didn't know how to put it together until I developed the whole business part of it, until I kind of sharpened that side of it up, you know? Yeah. I feel like it goes... It go it goes like that for a lot of people that first start their own business, you know, or have a creative side but don't know how to deal with the business side yet. It's a lot to yeah. learn. A little things here and there, how to talk to people, how to ask for a certain price, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it definitely taught me all of that with the first project. That's crazy because yeah. I know you just got you just got done with a, a, another one. What was the astronaut? Yeah. With the with the Travis Scotts, yeah. And you know yeah. how I got that job, man? From them seeing the bubble egg. Mirror. So yeah, okay. So it's it's that's how the universe works, bro. Like it's just like a chain reaction, like. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they see that and then they contact me. So it's like it's like a domino effect, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool thing about it. The more you put out there, you know, the more you get back basically the more work you put in the more work that comes to you true true it's kind of a good thing but then it's kind of like damn i'm tired too (laughs) yeah i feel how long how long does it take you to like complete a mural like depending on how big it is but like on average yeah 
Uh, it depends how much time, what time I decide to wake up, really. True, true, true. I sleep late, I sleep late. So like, I'm not gonna even try to put a certain number of hours. It just depends how I'm feeling that day. Um, you know, what days I'm off work. Cause I'm, painting is not the only thing I do, you know. Mm-hmm. I work with my parents. I mean, you know, we have a restaurant. Yeah. Um, so not only do I spend a lot of time there helping my parents manage the place part-time basically, but whatever time I have off is dedicated to painting, you know. Yeah. If I had yeah. the choice to just go fully with painting, I'd do it right now in a heartbeat, you know. Mm-hmm. But since we have a family business, it's just different, you know. Yeah, yeah. I kind of divide my time. So it really depends how I'm feeling that day, what days I'm off, what time I wake up, if I haven't the right kind of food in my body, like, oatmeal, <laughs> like some good oatmeal, some good carbs. Like I'll just work for hours. You Go know through I mean? it. Yeah. Yeah. But when I work on a mural, I try to get it as much done as I can mm-hmm. in one setting. Like that's my mindset. You know, I'm never yeah. lazy about it. When I go into work and I show up that day, I leave when I'm hungry. I leave when I have to. Like when I need to go to a restaurant, that's my break. When I need to eat, that's my break. Sometimes I don't even eat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so that's dedication though. Yeah, exactly. And then at the same time, it's like sometimes you go do work for somebody and the drive is almost an hour away. Mm-hmm. so you ask yourself do you want to make this drive multiple times throughout the week no. <laughs> so I, that's why I try to get it done in one setting yeah know? so I feel, I feel but how, uh-huh. how would you describe your like your art like your because every artist has like a signature like the way that yeah. they paint and the way that they see things like how would yeah. you describe that um minimal it's minimal there's a lot of things that i want to do with my logo you said my logo right oh no just your art just like in in general just like um because i know you do a lot like it's, it's a lot of real real art because it's, it's people like yeah that you draw and then people ask you to do like their pets and stuff but like mm-hmm. every every piece is different in terms of like who you are like it's 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 a realistic art how compared to like how people probably have like a cartoonish art yeah and how they express themselves like how would you describe like that type of art that you decided like okay this is my signature like if you see this painting you know oh, yeah. it's it's me yeah i'm still trying to figure that out honestly mm-hmm. um i think that's a part of being an artist like figuring out what works for you that's why you see you know a lot of these people that um have a lot more followers um they're kind of more well known they have a specific style to where when you look at their art you know it's them like for me i haven't exactly captured that yet like it still feels like just the beginning for me um i all i know is that i can make money off of it and if i really push myself i could probably live off of it you know Mm -hmm. not living an extravagant lifestyle but you know at least i know i can make money off of it so the other part to it all is just figuring out what works for you as an artist and identifying your style, um, which I'm still working on. Like at the moment with commission pieces, it's hard to kind of define my style. Like, I mean, if you look at that Kobe Kanye piece behind you, mm-hmm. it's it's a portrait basically. I mean, of course it's a little abstract, you know, um, 
but I'm literally painting celebrities, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like some people might say, oh, that's that's a cool style, but it doesn't, I, you get what I mean? It doesn't I, identify with me. Yeah. yeah. Even though I created it, it's not a specific style to where you can look at that painting and look at all 30 of my other pieces of work and say that they look similar, you know? So until I stop doing commission pieces and I'm able to focus on my actual art, what I mm -hmm. want to put out there, such as my love series, that's what that was all about. It was, you know, something that I was creating from my heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's different, yeah, yeah. That's different than just painting celebrities. So, yeah. Painting yeah, what people so, want you to paint. Yeah, I got you. Exactly. Got you. So that's a part of finding my style. Like if you go to my Instagram and you see the love series, you know, and you look at those pieces of work, it's, it's different, you know? That's actually my actual, actual creative side. That's what sets me apart from painting celebrities and dogs. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel that. And it makes sense. Um, and I, I know you, you just talked about your love series. Is that what you're currently working on? Or do you got some more things in the pipeline? I got... As far as what I'm working on right now, I definitely want to get back to that um, because it's a it's an interesting topic that I chose and I feel like everybody could relate to it. So mm -hmm. I definitely want to get back to that. But the thing with that is that I'm not really getting paid to do that. It's more of an investment, I guess you could say. Like, let's just say that my whole love series does decide to sell somebody does decide to spend the money that i want to buy it well then i'd probably make a good amount of money because those pieces are priced pretty high because that's more custom mm -hmm. work that actually represents my brand and where i see this to go and so i'm like losing my train of thought man <laughs> thinking too deep into it man Is, um, you sure that's just orange juice yeah, it's just always <laughs> <laughs> told you, man, I can go off on a tangent sometimes, but yeah, remind me the question again, man. Put me back on I'll just, track. Yeah, what what you're currently working on? I know you, you brought the love the love series. Can you ex actually explain yeah. what the love series is? Actually, it's basically a concept that I came up with that represents me like mm -hmm. it shows a side of me as an artist you know apart from painting what people want it kind of opens a chapter into my life you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so that's what the love series represents you know everybody's been through love um, relationships that's what we all go through in life and so i wanted to bring something to the table as an artist where everybody can identify with it because not everybody can identify with um a kobe kanye painting because mm -hmm. not everybody likes kobe and kanye but everybody can identify with love to a certain extent you know what i mean whether 100%. it be love with whether it be love with um your girlfriend your boyfriend you know or your love with whatever it is that you love you know whatever you're passionate about you know everybody can relate to it in some way when they look at a piece of art so when I created that, that's exactly what I wanted it to uh, represent when people looked at 
you know, every single piece of that art. Okay. And, and I mean, I, I get that. I get that because, um, like, creating your own, like, this, like, this, this, this podcast is like my own, like, idea. You know, like, it's my baby. Like, that's, that's how I look at it. And like, if someone told me that I had to do this podcast one certain way to get paid, and yeah, you'll do it. But like, once you put your soul into something, it, it, it's mm-hmm. like, it's treated like a lot different. Like, you can't see it fail. You can't see it like not turn out how you envisioned it. Like, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and I can see like, as, as an artist, like there's a dilemma because you, again, you have to get paid, and, but you also want to do what you love. And, but until you get to that point in your career where you're like, I don't need to get paid for this. Like they're buying what I love. Yeah. And that's a whole different transition. So, and you said that before, like you just feel like you're just getting started in this whole career. So eventually you'll get to that point where they're buying what you love and not what they want. Exactly, man. Yeah. I mean, you just said exactly what I wanted to say, you know, yeah. that you explained it perfectly. You know, um, it's definitely a big risk to take when you're trying to identify your style because it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of energy and someone's not paying you up front for this work that you're putting in. It's like you're putting in this work up front to get paid in the future. If that even happens, you know, yeah. so you're kind of basing it, basing it on, all right, I'm going to just take this risk, do this original artwork by me and hopefully the world will love it. You know? Okay. And like okay, so is there like a, I, t- I I brought up like you growing. Is there like a place you see yourself in like the next let's say three years, five years? Like, is there like a goal that you have in mind? Like, I need to be here at this point, or or is it just a journey that you're just looking to like go on and you eventually get there? More so, a journey that I'm just going on, and eventually I'll get there. I try not to stress about the future too much, you know, because everything that I've done to this point is kind of everything that I planned for in the beginning. And Mm -hmm. so having the mindset that I did in the beginning in the same mindset that I do have now where I just work at it every day and set small goals, how the bigger picture will, you know, form itself basically, you know, because everything that I've done is basically everything that I've written, you know, like I have like, I have my sale log right here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this, it's just little things like that, you know, like a sale log of all my, all pieces that I've sold, you know, tracking how much money I've made so far. Like that's, those are the goals that I tried to hit in the beginning. Can yeah. I make, can I make even a dollar off of a painting? You know, of course I'm being a little sarcastic, but you know, can I make a thousand? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So those are the type of goals that I wanted to, accomplished in the beginning and I have and so I just take it day by day you know but as long as I'm putting in as long as I know that I'm putting out genuine work quality work and I'm not shorting myself of my own craft then I have no problem with you know just working at day by day and accomplishing small goals you know I try not to stress myself out out about it you know what I mean yeah 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 I feel that. This is a hard, it's a hard enough thing to do. You know, there's enough things to think about when you're starting something new and you've been doing it 
for a long time, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not exactly where you want it to be yet, but you've only seen glimpses of what it can be. So that's the reason why I try not to think about it too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's some great, that's some great advice. But uh, my next, my next and final question to wrap this up is, what what advice do you have for that person that wants to get started and needs that push to to get started um, to follow their dreams or or just a hobby that they want to take off with? Man, I'll say just go for it, man. <laughs> just go for it. Just go like, for it. <laughs> yeah, if you, have, if you have an idea and you want to do something, man, just go for it, man, because. I mean, look at what happened to Kobe Bryant, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like stuff like that is a good reminder that if there's anything that you want to do in life, to not doubt yourself and just go for it. Because the first thing that is natural, the first thing that's going to creep in, into your mind as a human being is doubt. And what's the safe route, you know? Because mm -hmm. that's just how we naturally think. We can't control that. And as soon as you realize that, that's the day you actually, you know, get up off the bed and do something, you know? So like as, sim as simple as it is, like, that's the damn truth. You know, if you look in the mirror and you're not happy with where you're at in life, then just do something about it, you know. But, of course, you know, do your research before you do it. You know, see if that's what you really want to get into. You know, because at this point, this is the life that I'm living. Like, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I'm not going backwards. You know? <laughs> like, this is it. I, I bought I bought too many canvases. I have canvases just laying here. Like that's that's money that I worked hard for to spend on canvases. Uh -huh. so these canvases are about to go in people's about, houses, Yeah, you know I mean? something about to come on these canvases. Like I feel. Yeah, like I feel that. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you, man, taking yeah. your time and. and and you know, having this first interview with me. Um, yeah, before we before we end, I want I want to give you a chance to tell the people like where to follow you on IG, um, where to look for all your your art if they if they want to check you out. Yeah, so on Instagram is Chef Boy Jason, like Chef, like an actual Chef Chef Boy Jason One, and then you can find me on Facebook as well under Artist CBJ. CBJ stands for Chef Boy Jason. Um, and you know, those are the two platforms that I'm active on as far as my artwork goes. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Chef Boy Jason into his house. Yes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, yeah, and if you made it this far on the podcast, I appreciate y'all because, you know, Sorry. it's just me talking with my boy. And you didn't have to say the whole time, but if you did, respect to you. <laughs> yeah, I, shoot, I appreciate it too. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Respect. If, if you yeah. made it this far, check out my Instagram. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get you some followers. It's crazy. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> you need some clout. <laughs> some clout, bro. You know, so go ahead and, and follow me on, on IG at Snapbacks and Mimosas. And like and subscribe on my YouTube page. We're gonna put we're gonna put an image right here <laughs> for you to do all of that. <laughs> you know when they do that in videos, like I was like, I'm gonna yeah, do that like, hey, <laughs> don't forget to like, comment, <laughs> subscribe. subscribe. So, yes, 
the Lord. And this is going. This is this is my first interview, second episode, yeah. and uh, I appreciate you, man. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, man, it's good talking to you as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, man. This was also kind of like catch up time too. You know. So it's cool. I feel that. I feel that, man. And um, thanks again. And hey, I catch you in two weeks with a new episode of Snapback and the Moses. Peace. All right, peace out, man. I'll see you later.